Thank you, Vaughn, for taking us around the world in two minutes and bringing things back here. I have a question for today. Why do so many Nigerians believe that children can be witches? Why do so many Nigerians believe that children can be witches? While I was on leave, there's this lady who shared her story on Twitter. Mm. And she said, I was barely 10 years old when my dad was shouting at me to release his business at a deliverance ground with so much anger and disgust in his eyes. Why? The pastor had said I was a witch who was holding back my dad's progress. All because I had big eyeballs. The best of talk on the station for talk. Nobody should just give up their life like uh, a chicken. Will the police have the ability to resurrect me when I am dead? The problem we have in Lagos is a self-sense of entitlement to think of the state by certain individuals who believe that whether you like it or not, it belongs to them and their family. Your number one station for talk. 99.3 Nigeria Info. Let's talk. Imagine that, Yvonne. I'm Sandra Ezekwesli. By the way, it's uh, two minutes right now past five. Imagine that. A child has big eyeballs and so the past says that you're the one holding your father's progress back and so they take you to a church where the pastor is trying to deliver you right. and your father's looking at you with anger and disgust in his eyes and he's shouting at this 10 year old release my money release my business and you know that kind of thing is happening and you're probably wondering okay where's the mother why didn't the mother save her why didn't the mother prevent this and the girl says to us on twitter well who do you think took me to the church to begin with? Mm. Who do you think took my father to the church to begin with? Oh, Sandra, you said I, sh- I should imagine, but I don't have to imagine. I lived that too. You're I kidding. wasn't. I wasn't. I was barely five or thereabouts. I do have this memory. Sometimes, even lately, these things come to me like a. You know. You know. There are some. Um, traumatic experiences Mm. you've dealt with, you know, growing up that you didn't really know happened to you. Mm. But recently, as you grow older, you start getting flashes. Sometimes it's like in your, they come to you in the dream. So Sometimes, your mind, your mind yes, suppresses it. Yes. But now your mind is bringing it back. Yes. Yes. I remember. Ooh. I remember how how my father would beat me continuously because he he felt I was the cause of all his misfortune. Mm. You know. I mean, everyone everyone in my family saw me as a witch. Mm. I do not know why. Oh, I do know why mm. because. Because my dad had had a relationship with an Igbo woman, mm-hmm. you know, and it didn't go it didn't go well. Mm-hmm. So they broke up, mm-hmm. and she left, and my dad had to take care of us. Mm-hmm. So every time my father would my father would label because I look a lot I look a lot like my mom. Okay. So my father would label me a witch, you know. He would always all his aggression, all his anger, he would pour it on on me. Yeah. So. Everyone from my dad to my grandma to his sister, everyone in the family where I grew up saw me as a witch. Oh so it was it was rather traumatic for me, you know. I remember moving to Lagos to stay with my aunt, who then took me to this spiritualist mm-hmm. who told her that I was a witch, a witch. Oh, no. and they were going to carry out exorcism mm-hmm. or something like that. I don't know to take off the evil spirit, and mm-hmm. they had to strip me naked. I think I was about. 10 or 11 at the time oh. they had to strip me naked and bathe me with this weird sponge and that kind of thing so it's not something to imagine it's, it's something I lived with 
it was it, I grew, it was so much that even up to my teens even up to my teenage years mm-hmm. I still I still got that um, you know disgust my father my father called me one day and told me he was going to kill me you know he called his sister because he was in Port Harcourt mm-hmm. um, we were in Lagos and we were staying with his sister in Lagos so he called her one day and, and just kept yelling you know yelling at her and I started to um, I'm sorry I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, he... He... He asked her to give me the phone and... I'm so sorry. Oh, honey. And he just kept telling me how. It's okay. How how he was going to kill me and, you know, how he was just going to get rid of me because he, he couldn't, he just hated me. You know, that kind of hatred that even I at the point started questioning if he was my father. You know, so he kept saying how he was going to kill me. I would or chase me away to go and live with my mother. You know, that kind of thing. I remember sometimes it would hit me so hard. And I would tell him, I'm going to die. And he would say, die. I'm just going to bury you. And after a few days, we'll forget about you. <laughs> you know, so it's not something to imagine. And it's something that I lived you know, so and, and and it's quite unfortunate because a lot of young people, you know, in this generation had the same experience, especially coming from from tough backgrounds, you know, backgrounds where they had to struggle a lot, that kind of thing. So yes, Vaughn, I'm ch- I I don't even know if saying I'm sorry cuts it. I mean, it's all right. I'm still dealing with I'm still dealing with it, but um, <laughs> every day is a struggle, but. We, we move one day at a time Every huh? one day at a time yes and thank you for sharing your story with me honestly um, I did not expect that you would have personal first hand experience with this oh well but I am I'm hoping that you know people who are listening see the amazing woman that you've become <laughs> and you know maybe have a rethink about the young child who right. who currently is going through this True. in their hands right mm-hmm. now because you survived I did you survived you got out and one day you'll heal and one day you'll look back at all of this and maybe it'll be a little funny maybe mm-hmm. maybe maybe thank, thank you so you much Sandra. thank you so much Lagos let's talk huh? why do so many Nigerians believe that children can be witches 0700 993 993 993 0700-993-993-993. We have a number for female callers, 01-465-7190. I did not expect that conversation to go the way it did, to be very honest with you. Sandra Ezekwesile for women 01465-7190 Why do so many Nigerians believe that children can be witches? 99.3 Hello, thanks for calling Sorry about that, call back if you can, hello Hello Hello, good evening Good evening, what's your name? Yeah, this is Jonathan from Ikoi Jonathan, welcome Yeah You know 
Personally, I'm a live witness of what uh, this sister is sharing. Okay. I'm from Brugamon's home. Okay. But it happened that my mother was not with my dad. Okay. And in my own issue was that my father always stopped us from going to his uh, brothers. That this one maybe is a witch. We shouldn't go there. Maybe it will kill us all like that. Okay. But then I see in a different angle. I go to church. I pray my own. I say my own uh, uh, business is God and no any other thing. So when you say don't eat in this family, this house, his brother house, me I go there. I say what is this? I will eat. To a point, he called me. Call all other my brothers. Mm. Sit down. I told them the other one that the other one was in Lagos and Calabar, all over that they will invite all of them that they should be afraid of me. That if case not taken, I will go and accept question from a uh, message from there to come and kill any member of the family. Mm. I felt shock. So throughout that period, I was not getting myself. I became like either maybe I'm hurt in the family or whatsoever. Anything that comes my way is a bad thing. But Thank God, I did not give up. But at the time, the man was dying. But he called others back and told them that they should look at me. That they should take example from whom I am. That if he died today, or so ever mess up like that, like that. But I begin to question myself that, was it not the same man who was saying that, if they are not careful with me, I will go and collect batting to come and kill the family? What has he observed? But today, life today, there are things that are happening in life. Those things are real. The child himself may be innocent. He or she may be innocent. There are some bad people that have eyes that they see the future of a child. They may influence him spiritually. And when they come to such a family, to see that they will kill the child's destiny. But if your parents are not wise enough to discover it or take it legally or maybe, I mean, spiritually, to tackle to save that child's life. They may waste that child's life. You may die because you, maybe there's nobody you, to speak you, for the do child. Do you have children? I have children now. Yeah. I have three children. And and if somebody comes and says to you that one of your children is a witch or that all three of your children are witches, what would you do? How would you handle that? So such things like that is what I'm advising that we should not just take it like that, that maybe you go back to punishing such a child, or maybe frustrating the child, neglect the child that is no more your biological child or whatsoever. It's not the problem of, the child is not a problem. People that may influence that in spiritually, they are there. Alright, thank you very not- much for calling me. 99.3, hello. Hello, Sandra. Thank you for calling. What's your name? Yeah, this is Alex. Hi, Alex. I want to ask you, Sandra, why is it that it's only a poor man's child that is caught as a witch? That's a good question. Especially in this part of the world. That's a good question. Why don't you have a, a, a big man that is a rich, a wealthy man's child that is caught as, as a witch? It's poverty that is worrying us. It's the same reason why they, there are some people that you will not find, find inside police cell on a Friday evening. Because they are helpless. It's just poverty. You don't. Fi- there are some things, there are some indicators that you don't find among the wealthy. It's another way that we used to oppress ourselves. 
show me one one rich man in in Calabar and all those distant those places where they where they kill which where they born with his children. Show me one that is a rich man's child. Just one in the history of that thing. Show me one single one that is a rich man's child. Not a single one. It's poverty that is killing us. Thank you very much for calling, Alex. If you just joined the show, we're asking today, why do so many Nigerians believe that children can be witches? This is a topic that gets some people agitated, but it's a topic we need to talk about every year, every month, every week, every day, maybe every hour. Because children in Nigeria are going through some hardships or punishments because the adults around them believe that they are witches or that they are possessed by demons or that uh, they are demons themselves. Here's today's big hard fact. A survey done in 2010 found that 85% of street children in one local government area in Akwaibom were forced out of their homes after being accused of witchcraft. I want you to think about that. 85%. That's 17 out of 20. Nah, like, <laughs> think about that. 20 children, 17 of them living on the streets, forced out of their homes after being accused of witchcraft. Now, two years before 2010, in 2008, there was another study. That study covered both Aquaibom and Cross River. And they estimated that in those two states, up to 15,000 children had been accused of witchcraft. This problem is not restricted to Akwaibom or Cross River. It's all over Nigeria. It's a problem. It's leading to homeless children. It's also leading to children getting maltreated, deprived of food, abused verbally, emotionally, physically, tortured, even killed. You heard Yvonne's story. Who would think, like, we don't look like what we've been through. You look at someone like Yvonne, look at the great work she's doing at Nigeria Info, and then she tells you a story like that about her past. And I swear to God, we need to talk about the causes of this phenomenon. What, what and what is making otherwise normal adults insist that children, their own children, picking where you wash hand, born, is a witch. Or is an agent of Satan? What are the factors? Whether it's your child or your ward or your relative, what belief systems, what ideas are making adults torture, drive away, or mistreat these children? When we started, I shared the story of that person who was 10 years old and shared their own story. You heard Yvonne's story as well. What are the factors? Somebody has called in and said poverty. Do you agree that it is poverty? We've got Odinaka on the line. Odinaka, how are you? Yes, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah, Thanks I'm, for calling. No, of course, that is the one African superstition leave. You know, the ancient time, people usually believe that if a child has some kind of vomiting or is not, did not come out the way it's supposed to be. I mean, the child 
Oh, oh, Adnaka, unfortunately, your line is not very clear. I'm so sorry. Please call back if you can, okay? 99.3, hello? Hello, my dear lady Sandra. That's the question. Good afternoon. What's your name? Good evening. My name is uh, Azubike. Good to have you back here. Let me say, I thought I very concur with the second to the last caller for what he just said. You know, in this uh, African uh, mentality, we believe on the witch or no witches because those rich people, they are children. I haven't seen any one of them that said this one is a witch, but rather is the poor people, children that is a witch. If you find yourself in a very poor background, that is where you've seen all those witches. Because everybody there will be thinking so uh, evil thinking within their self. But if you if you if you find yourself in a rich uh, family, they don't think uh, they don't talk about witch. Rather, they will think how they can be able to fast forward their ambition in life. But those poor people, what they will think is how to bring somebody down so that everybody will become the same equal level. But what has bringing somebody down got to do with your own child, accusing your own child of witchcraft and maltreating them as a result? Okay, come. Let me tell you what is happening in those uh, areas that you are talking about. We are, that we are talking about. Sometimes, so some of our those clergy men, them, they actually used to use this opportunity to create a problem in people's family. Maybe they may say that this child, the way they are saying this child, this child may be a witch, that somebody has possessed this child. Where does that belief come from? How did we come about believing things like that? So the way we are believing things like that, if it is a clergyman that came and told us that this person is a witch, we would think because of is a is a clergyman that what he say is true. So the clergy are the problem. Is that what you're saying? They are the problem. Yes. Why I say that is the problem. There's some churches that we go. Mm. They may not tell you that uh, your senior brother or your junior sister. Is, is, uh, is thinking bad against you. Yes, but when they tell you as a parent that your own child, your own Pekin now witch, which uh, they make you believe I'm so tell you go begin maltreat your Pekin? Oh, don't me even tell me such a thing. Mm. I may not just start there maltreating my child like that. Rather, I'll put into the hand of God by praying so seriously over, over my child. Azubike, thank you very much for calling. I've got Esther here with me. Esther is from Akwaibom. I told you how in Akwaibom, 85% of street children in one local government uh, were forced out of their homes after being accused of witchcraft. Now, this is not a problem that is unique to Akwaibom. It's a problem all across Nigeria. In the news yesterday, I was hearing about a girl who was locked up in a room by her parents for 15 years. She was locked up in the room when she was 10, and she had been in that room for 15 years, and her parents refused to let her out. We have several stories of people chained uh, their their sons, daughters, relatives to trees because some alpha or some imam has come and said this one is possessed or has witchcraft. What is it uh, about us as a people? What are the factors, Esther, in your opinion, that um, has led so many Nigerians to this point? Um, Firstly, I want to say thank you for this opportunity given to me. Um, I'll speak based on 
my Your state. Experience, yeah, okay. well, I've experienced mm-hmm. also. Um, I was once accused of being a witch. Mm. Okay, then it was my stepmother, my mom. Mm. Like she was my mom's um, friend, and you know what happened, what led to another. My dad slept with her, and the guy wanted. She wanted my dad, and in order for her to do that, there's this local government called Uran. Okay. And those people are more like a wicked people. Okay. So she told, I think she did something to my dad and my dad abandoned us. Okay. So he wasn't taking care of us at that time. Okay. Then um, I was still young. Then we we left Lagos from Lagos to Kwaibom State. Since then, whenever like, Basically, I would say, I don't know if it's only a Kwaibom state, mm-hmm. but I know that everywhere, like, they always feel this, this Christian dome of a thing, it's just too much. You know, when you go to church and they'll be like, oh, this person is possessed, you don't know how it looks like, you know, if you ask them, they don't know what a witch, you don't know what how it looks like, mm-hmm. if they've seen it before, but mm-hmm. what they've been saying accused of being a witch so I and my younger sisters mm. we were three at that time and he said we were a witch so we would do dry fasting we would forgo our schools that time mm. we would do six to six most times we would fast for like a month or two mm. we were very young that time I think I was like I think I was six seven and they were like five thereabout so sorry my voice because whenever I try to recall stuff like that it's heartbreaking then my we would fast and they were like your mom like you no know, she's the one telling my dad what to do like oh look that's your like his wife my his ex-wife which is my mother mm-hmm. is the one sending his children that's to come us. out they witch him yes and his properties are in the witchcraft realm mm. and you know stuff like that we've seen a lot of stuff and was your father wealthy he wasn't he wasn't he was just an average you know, middle class Nigeria, yeah. mm. and we would fast. We leave our schools. We, like I went to th- like different schools, and all those while I was crying. So like the way they painted my mom to be like this bad person, and you're like, sure, you saw. Do you know how? Do you know how to vomit a witch? Like they're like, how do you people stand in the witchcraft or You people stand like this. We would say yes because mm. we did not because you wanted to get out of the problem. Yeah, we didn't know what was happening, and they would take us to churches and they would tell us, oh yeah pray pray oh yeah die like they said if you don't bring out my dad's property you're gonna die and we were crying to the extent i almost killed myself mm. and my younger sister was now crying she was like if you do this who's gonna take care of us mm. and i felt bad i had to then to cut the story short this pastors they were using the opportunity one brought they brought red candles yellow candle black and all the stuff they brought it and they're like they put they put this pl- um, plantain fruit mm. on my head. They like they have to wash. They wash. They took my bath mm. with a dirty water and then I put it in my private part. Mm. And immediately after I did that, not up to like an hour, I couldn't work. Like man was more like sexually harassing me. When I told my dad about it, he was like, "It's a lie. You want to see a man and stuff like that." And got to accident to a point where. Within three months fasting, I was the only one that survived. My younger one, they couldn't. They gave us something and an ever rubber, mm. like those big bottle mm. rubber, sky blue, and they're like, want me to witch? 
and we're like, yes, we are vomiting. And what came out was just our saliva. Mm. But nothing came out. I'm like, why would they do this? I was scared. They now told my, they told my dad that it was my younger sister that is the cause of the problem. The heart is too strong that if she doesn't bring out my dad's property, mm. that they will kill her. So my sister didn't know what to do. She was just crying that day. That day, 12 midnight, they did a celebration. My dad, I know, first, just once, my dad has bought stuff for us. Just once in our entire life, like during that period. Mm. He did not do anything about it. So we're now doing fasting. We're doing, we did um, celebration for the... The release of his property. Yes. You know, this this is, it's it's such a sad story. And, and I'm sorry that you went through that. And I'm... And I'm grateful that you're sharing your story with me and I, and I see how difficult it is for you to get out. Um, but we, we do need to take a break. Uh, Lagos, I want to hear more of your stories. And I also feel like this is one of those subjects that will um, last for a while. This is one of those topics that we'll talk about um, a few more times because there's no time. Honestly, we are completely out of time. Uh, but we will take this break when we come back. Um, maybe we'll take a few calls uh, so you can share your experiences. But I am particularly interested in why you think this thing happens in Nigeria the way it does. What are the factors that make people believe in child witches? I am Sandra Ezekwesile. This is Nigeria Info 99.3. Don't go away. 99.3 Nigeria Info, your number one station for talk. Let's talk. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili and today we're talking about why so many Nigerians believe that children can be witches. When we started, you heard Yvonne's story and then you heard Esther's story. Esther told us uh, about how they were given some concussion in church to drink and vomit their father's property. And um, two of her, her sisters died as a result of, of the maltreatment. She was sexually harassed multiple times actually assaulted, uh, raped multiple times. And then she also uh, um, talks about the fact that even after that, her father was still not wealthy. Even after they went to uh, wherever it is that they go to, to go and retrieve whatever the hell they're retrieving, father still ended up not being successful. So they just tortured these children for nothing. And my question is why? I've been reading a lot of academic research uh, on child witch hunt problem in Nigeria and in Africa. And let's be clear with our language. These children are not witches. Let's be very clear because I'm getting some messages on WhatsApp that are pissing me, the, they're pissing me off. Let's be clear. These children are not witches. Instead, the adults are guilty of conducting witch hunts. So back to the research. They list a few root causes of this trend. Remember, I've been asking you, what are the factors that make people believe in child witches? Some of this research says that in some ethnic groups, there are cultural beliefs about human beings being witches or having supernatural powers or being controlled by spiritual forces to do evil. That's why this issue is more common in some tribes than in other tribes. 
But cultural beliefs alone doesn't explain this. After all, modernization has been happening for the last century or so. There's a reason we're not killing twins anymore. Many other dangerous cultural beliefs have died out simply because we now know better. I'm always using that example of killing twin babies. If we still killed twins, I will not be hosting hard facts. I would be dead along with my twin brother. But those days are gone. So there must be some factors that have kept this cultural myth of child witches alive. And I wonder what you think those are. Apart from culture, there's also religion. Two stories we've heard so far. Three, actually. If you count the story that the lady shared on Twitter about being 10 years old. Three stories so far. And three of them have told us how it, were, it was pastors who were making these revelations that these children were witches. Some branches of Christianity, a lot of the research papers say that some of these branches are responsible for this. Those research papers I was reading said that child witch hunts got more common in the 80s and in the 90s, and they were often tied to churches. Lots of newer churches in some parts of Africa were preaching a doctrine that was full of prophecy and miracles and signs and wonders. And in that preaching, they talked a lot about supernatural forces. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. Okay. Also, there was a tendency, especially in the rural areas, where, again, poverty, like one of my callers said, for these Christian beliefs to mix with old traditional beliefs. So suddenly people remember that in the old days, they talked about children that were witches. Suddenly someone says, hey, now the same principalities will they talk. And so suddenly witches start to reign. We've seen many cases of pastors or churches who say that they specialize in deliverance from witchcraft and de demon possession. They do these exorcisms like the one that that girl's parents um, took her to or the one that Yvonne's parents, uh, parents took her to or the one that Esther's parents took her to. And by doing this, they're also spreading the belief that people, even children, can be witches. And then you now talk about poverty and lack of education. It goes hand in hand. People living in poverty often have many calamities happening to them. If they don't have an education to help them make sense of those calamities, they are more likely to believe that there's a supernatural reason for those calamities. That's why when you move abroad, you're not religious anymore. How I many Nigerians who live abroad are still very religious? They're very few. And it so happens that in Nigeria, the common reason people give is somebody they win you. That's why you are not uh, rich. It's just a matter of time until, you know, the children are blamed for somebody's misfortunes. And I, and I, and I, and I, I have to ask what you think. Now, I've told you what the research says, but what do you say? What do you think are the reasons this child witch hunt problem is so widespread? It's not just in Akwaibom or Calabar or Enugu or Lagos or Rivers. It's all over the country. What can we do to end it? What's your own story? What's your own experience with this particular problem? Our number for women, 01465-7190. 01465-7190. We've got 0700-993-993-993 for men. Hello, thank you very much for calling us. What's your name? 
Hello. Hello. Thanks for calling. What's your name? Good evening. I'm TJ. Hi, TJ. Good evening. Good evening. I'm, I heard about what you're talking about and asking you reason for this thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, first of all, I've, I've experienced something like this too. Um, when I was growing up, when my dad died, they blamed me. They said I was going to kill him. Oh, no. And it was a problem. But although my mom kind of stood against it, but my grandmom, she kept pushing me from when I was young. I used to have this bedwetting problem as a child. Okay. So they just, they just um, said, oh, okay. This is why she's having a bedwetting problem because she's a witch. Oh, I'm so. So sorry. I used to go from from ten years old. I used to go to, I used to go to churches. I used to fast like what Esther said. Mm. I would they would give me weird mixtures to drink, mm. um, do conduct weird deliverances and all that. But I come to understand one of the reasons. Okay. Nigerians we tend to um, um how do I put it? They tend to practice what I call escapism. Okay. We have problems in this country, and then we just decide, oh, okay, it's not us. Let's blame something else. Let's look for a higher thing to we blame. Don't, we don't take responsibility for our actions. Yes, we don't. We mm-hmm. don't. We see, we see people, um, I was listening to the news before now, um, the show before now, and people were complaining that Nepal people would pack money and then they would buy, collect money for two months, and they'll end up using, using it, um, collect money for two months, and end up using it for like the whole year. Mm. And then the people that see this are like, oh, it's the government that is the problem. Mm. Nigerians tend to always blame other things. Like they just, so then these pastors or these so-called ministers of God mm. just see that, okay, this is the part of us that we have. This mm. is the problem that we have. And then they Let's they capitalize just, on it. Exactly. They How do we on end it? it? Because children are suffering needlessly for this they nonsense. Are, they, they are a lot of kids, a lot of, and even my, um, I was talking to my friends, I were chatting about this show and then they were, they were talking about their own stories and I hope they call in. Mm. I think one of the reasons we should do, do away is, I get the fact that religion is important, mm-hmm. but many of us should stop practicing that part of religion that is escapism. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, don't even, I don't even know how to explain it now, but we as Nigerians, we, if you go, to, you go abroad, these things don't happen, or is it that demons are not abroad? Good question. And nobody asks that, oh, is it that there's a part of the world that demons just centralize and just escape. Mm. They don't have any other place in the world. I think the problem we have is that we don't take responsibility. And also, we don't know, we that as Christians, because most of these things from churches, mm-hmm. we don't even know the word of God for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So when one so-called mind of God, I was talking to, I was saying this thing, we idolize our pastors a lot. So whatever they say is law. Mm. We even take them more than, in fact, any other thing that anybody said, as far as our pastor that said it, it is law. Mm. So these things, we idolize our pastors a lot. So, and these ones, they know that they are idolized and they have to make it look, they have to, you know, the whole idolatry thing, they have to, they have to have some pazaz in, in quotes. They have to just make it look weird. I said, child, I remember me, they, they did this thing on me where they covered my face and put me into water. Oh my I was drowning oh, and I was my. drowning and I was screaming. My, and then my grandma, because my mom didn't know, because my grandma was the one always taking me everywhere. Oh, and then baby. my grandma would, my grandma would be like, yes, yes, that's the demon coming out. And then uh-huh. the guys, the guys, and because I wanted to get out of it, I didn't know my dad was so sick. Mm. When I, I wanted to get out of it, so I just acted along. Mm. When they would pour me water, I would pretend like I was a witch. I would manifest in court mm-hmm. and all those things. And they, they told me to forgive my father that I was holding him in sickness. And the funny thing is that he had cancer. It wasn't my fault. But they said it was my fault because I was the one, I hated him. And I, I didn't know why I would hate my own dad. 
But they say, they made a show. I mean, I had to forgive my father. Do a lot of things, but he still died. And there are many people like, yeah, it's because she didn't really forgive me. We were lying. Oh, my God. Now, so like, love- is your grandma still alive? Oh, she's very well alive. Very much alive. So what's your relationship like with her now? Do you people talk about it? Have you ever raised it no, up? No, it's, it's, it's like this weird topic that nobody talks about. Nobody it's touches it. Like elef- yes, yeah, like elephants in the room. Everybody. Funny enough, we talk a lot. We She calls like, I'm her favorite grandchild. Oh, no. Oh, sorry, Mama. And uh, thanks for calling and sharing your story with me. I have Esse who says, um, I remember pointing to a random spot in the school compound when the headmistress and teachers were torturing me to show where I buried the school's glory. Got tired of calling me out of class every day to flog and punish me. I was barely five years old. Nah, man. Nah, man. I know go school pass, so, but nah, man. You people have to... You Come on, man. You people have to see now. You people have to... You people... You, uh, 99.3. Hello. Hello, Sandra. Thanks for calling. What's your name? This is Ada. Ada, welcome. Go ahead. Okay, so I don't want to start talking plenty story. I just want to answer your question of what will help us stop it, right? Mm-hmm. Now, you see, if you don't believe in something, mm. you don't go looking for it. You don't go asking questions and you won't find any answers. Okay. Because you see these pastors, eh? Mm. Because they know that a typical religious person will always come to look for, if I want to travel now, I'll come and say, Please, old, I want to travel. Hmm. Let me check whether something will happen on the road. Of course, he's going to find out something. If he doesn't find out, then what is his work? You understand? So it's a lot easier for them to get people to believe this. By, s- by selling really, them nonsense. Exactly. Hmm. But the truth is, we don't want to take away the fact that there are demons. You get Okay. But like the Bible says that, the Bible God's word says we should not go to, don't do for divination. Don't go have any business with spiritism. As long as you don't go looking for them, you won't have business with them. Because they use what we call mediums. And once you ha- they have access to you, they will keep looking for ways. You, it's like something you are, it's like somebody who is um, like buying fuel. Once you have a car, you must be buying fuel. Mm-hmm. So the only way out is to stop believing in it and stop. Um, what's the English? Stop supporting it. That's just it's as simple as that. Once you do that, it goes away. Thank you very much for calling me. I've got a message here. Those children accused of witchcraft are legends and geniuses that God have inspired for greater things. They accuse them falsely because of their gifted potential. All right. Thank you very much for your message. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. I have a message from Rita who says, I'm one of those that hardly believes that one can be possessed with one spirit or the other till I saw the case of this girl and right in my presence she removed a ring where her power lies so in most cases they are actually possessed uh, it's not about accusation in most cases some of these children are possessed with demonic powers I've seen many of them confessing of being responsible of their parents problem last month in one of our night vigils in the church during prayer a girl of 13 years was confessing on her own no pastor or any minister was praying or conducting any deliverance on her just as prayers were going on so that's why I strongly believe I have things to say, but the 
the ethics of the profession are stopping me from saying it. We've got uh, Tajuddin who says, Sandra, um, the topic you're treating is a critical one. I congratulate your colleague Yvonne for surviving the wicked mentality of her dad. As a journalist myself, I'm a fan due to her deep and very good voice. Uh, those who maltreat their children on allegation of being a witch or the impediment to success, to me, they're barbaric, they're ignorant, they're wicked. They're su they suffer from a disease called intellectual poverty. Any pastor, imam or cleric who trades on this antics is an enemy of humanity. Such should uh, stop the nonsense, repent and change their ways. Tajuddin from Ujikokoro, thank you very much for your message. Now, how do we put an end to this? Does the government need to step in? Is that what needs to happen? Esther was telling me about um, the government in Akwaibom um, providing 10 billion naira for a church in Akwaibom. And she was saying to me, Sandra, imagine that that 10, 10 billion naira was um, uh, put forward to build a center where these children who are out on the streets can have a home where they can stay. Because remember, I told you in Akwaibom, as of 2010, 85% of children who were on the streets were out on the streets because somebody accused them of witchcraft. That's 17 out of 20. If you see 20 children on the streets, 17 of them were kicked out because somebody accused them of witchcraft. And the state had 10 billion naira, and instead of putting it into a center for helping these children um, access a great future, a bright future, they put it in a religious center. So perhaps somebody needs to start dragging government officials by the ear and asking them, Oga, what is this rubbish you're doing? Because this is absolute rubbish. It's absolute rubbish. We have somebody who shared her story about when she was five and she had to admit that, oh, see where I buried the thing. Because every day they were beating her. Every day they were accusing her of something. How do you starve a child for months on end and that child will not confess to whatever so that you leave her the hell alone or leave him the hell alone? Now, wow. Now, wow. We've got more messages here. Uh, someone says the factors are religious belief system. That's Johnson from Amuot Duffing. The factors are um, religious belief system, people esteeming the clergymen of God above God, ignorance, wrong scriptural and uh, scriptural interpretation, lack of exposure. But that's the funny thing. Do you know that in the Bible there's nowhere that children are witches? There's nowhere in the Bible where a child is a witch. So where did people get it from? It's from your culture. So you carried your culture into the church and you're preaching it as the doctrine of Christ. It's not the doctrine of Christ. You're a quark. You're a fake. I don't care if this annoys you. I really don't care because children's lives are involved here. Esther lost her siblings. Can you imagine being a child, some, a child who is less than 10 and watching two of your sisters die before you after drinking some concussion that a pastor gave them because of false allegations of witchcraft? So I don't care if you are hurt by what I'm saying. It needs to end. It needs to end yesterday. And I don't know how we get it to end. And I'm quite disappointed by the people who are calling me and telling me, oh, Sandra, yes, it's true. Children can be possessed. Possessed by what? By whom? You. <sighs> Someone says, oh, vomit my business. No, your child is not holding on to your business. You just don't know how to do business. That's it. That's 
it. You don't know how to do business. If your business is doing badly, it's not because your child jazzed you. Your child was at home or at school. Your business is doing badly because you don't know how to do business or because there's bad market or the economy is not good. Ah, now wow. This is a conversation we're going to have again because there's so much to unpack. There's so much to unpack. Because people are going to school and it looks like it's just, you know, to learn ABC. It's not really to open their minds. Let me dash you 10K. Brought to you by Creditville. Do you earn an income? Are you in need of funds for your child's school fees? Is your car or equipment old and needs a replacement? Do you need a loan for personal or business use? Whatever your business or personal need, Creditville has got you covered. Simply dial 0700-330-330. You can also send us an email via info at creditville.ng or log on to www.creditville.ng. Creditville, financing you for a good life. All right, let's see who uh, the lucky person will be. Man, I keep thinking about that woman that said she saw a ring removed from a child. Did you see the power when she removed her ring? <laughs> because we forget that children are impressionable. Psychologists say that sometimes when children are starved of attention, they'll voluntarily lie about being witches or being other things if they see that that will bring the attention of adults. Anyway, let me give you money. Ninety-nine point three. Hello. Hello. Good afternoon, man. Good afternoon. Are you here for just a minute? Yes. All right then. Your time starts now. This is just a minute. Okay. Um, which state administered the most COVID vaccines? Oyo State. Or your state? That's wrong. How many states vaccinated more than 200,000 people? Lagos. Okay. Did yesterday's COVID numbers go up or down from Monday? Oh. Gaba Shehu is the media aide to which government official? Federal government. <laughs> no. Gaba Shehu says there's no need for what event? For what? Executive Jesus died of a disease of what organ? Kidney. What type of celebrity was Ada Jesus before she died? Hmm. Which organization received a proposal?